Welcome to the My Favorite Sister podcast. We're two 30-something sisters trying to keep in touch from across the world. That's Sarah. She's a younger one and lives in England. And that's Elizabeth. She's the older one and lives in Los Angeles. And we're here to help you procrastinate. So sit back and enjoy whatever random discussion we decide to have this week. Everybody. Welcome back to the My Favorite Sister podcast. We're back. We're back. It's another Saturday. I don't know. <laughs> I was about to say Sunday. I was like, nope, it's Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday, Saturday. Saturday. We're it's mixing it up. Here. It's a long weekend here in the U.S. Thank God. <laughs> God, I wish every weekend was a three-day weekend, and then we have four-day weekends sometimes. Yeah. I mean, that would be great. The real question is, would you rather have Fridays off every week or Mondays? Probably Fridays. I agree. I feel like by the time Friday rolls around, everyone's kind of, like, done. But it's been really annoying. Like, I feel like I used to have never have meetings on Fridays, except for maybe, like, this one check-in meeting in the morning. And now, like, people are starting to, like, schedule meetings for Fridays. And Ugh. I'm like, how dare you? Gross. And if anyone schedules anything after 2 p.m., I'm like, how dare you? Like, <laughs> what are you thinking? Like, at lunchtime, I just want to be done. I'm like, I'm done. I was like, unless we're having a call that's, like, not really a task call, but just, like, a call to be like, oh, we're on a call. And then we just, like, are shooting the shit for an hour <laughs> on a Friday afternoon. <laughs> but yeah. An actual would... meeting? An actual meeting? Ugh. <laughs> no. There's, like, legit meetings. I'm like, what are we doing here? What? Why have we all decided to choose violence today on this Friday? <laughs> like, I'm gonna... Can't take it. But anyways, so yes, it is uh, the long weekend here. I know you had a long weekend last weekend, which mm-hmm. was nice. True. I'm sure. Even though I worked. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I worked. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, never mind. But I'll take a substitute day at some point this month. There you go. Probably next week. I kind of took a substitute day a little bit on Thursday because uh, I was ill. Uh, so yeah. basically I was running on like, th- I was like, all of Wednesday night was ill with uh, what I can only assume was some sort of mysterious food poisoning. So yeah, basically finally got to sleep at like 4.30 a.m., slept until 7.30. Jack went to the grocery store at 8 when the it opens and the pharmacy opens to get, you know, medicines. And then I was okay through the, during the day, but it's like at that point you're on three hours of like not very good sleep, can't have any caffeine. <laughs> you're mm-hmm. running solely on like Gatorade and... Ritz crackers. They don't have saltines here, so Ritz is usually my go-to. But luckily, all I had that day was just, like, monitoring emails and stuff. I had didn't really have any actual tasks I needed to do. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't too busy. So it'd be like, you know, a few emails would come in, I would answer them, and then go sit on the couch and, you know, I'd try not to die. Yeah. <laughs> I was supposed to have one call that afternoon, and I just messaged. I was like, can we push this to tomorrow? And <laughs> I'm in the middle of potentially dying well glad you're hopefully feeling better i'm on the up and up that's good yeah the thought of food makes me a little queasy but you know Mm. we're just gonna keep it i'm gonna make like chicken veggie soup for lunches during the week we're just gonna keep it very plain yeah uh, you know very plain for lunch and breakfast i'm just honestly just hoping by tomorrow i can go back to having coffee because now i'm on day three of no coffee and that's the real problem that's the real problem could not do it yeah i had a little (laughs) Felt of insomnia this week, so there were a couple mornings where I was like, if I don't get about, like, three teas in my veins immediately, I will yeah. not make it Imme- Immediate day. IV uh, iced tea drip. I mean, honestly, yeah, on was- Thursday night, basically, I was just trying to make it through to 6.30. Uh, you know, Jack had dinner or whatever. Um, I had some crackers. And then I went to sleep at 7 p.m. and slept through till 8 a.m. I, th- I got up once to, like, drink some water, and then I went back to sleep. So I was like, all right, 13 hours of sleep, feeling good. Can I do that every day? Like, is that too yeah. much? I know, right? I know. Every night I'm like, God, I go to bed earlier. Yeah. I probably need a different pillow because mine's a little bit, you know, a f- slightly firm memory foam. So I don't, 13 mm-hmm. hours might be a little too much. Might end up with like a crick in my neck. <laughs> yeah, you're like, <laughs> yeah. I need to, uh, yeah, I was watching a lot of ASMR videos this week to try to like roll myself to sleep. <laughs> I mean, TikTok is really actually good because you've got like the ASMR, but then I've also gotten to the Reiki. Like, like aren't the videos on TikTok like so short? Like, how does that work? They are, but you can just like either repeat them or like 
I don't know, sometimes, because I just will just, like, scroll and watch another one, watch another one, watch another one, like, um, sometimes I do watch them on YouTube, I have a couple YouTubers I like to watch as well, but there's also this guy, if anyone has trouble sleeping, it's called, um, what's it called? It's, like, Sleep With Me or something like that is the podcast. Mm. It's called, I think that's actually what it's called, um, yeah, it's called Sleep With Me, but it's basically this guy who just talks, and it's, like, it's not nonsense. He'll literally just be talking about... Mm. I don't even, like, know what he talks about because he'll just start talking. He has, like, a voice where it's kind of just, like, you're not really paying attention to what he's saying. Yeah. He's just talking and then it, like, lulls you to sleep. The problem is, like, I have to listen to it in my ear pod because mm-hmm. like, Tim drives me crazy when I, like, listen to it. Like, yeah. it's like, this guy, I cannot take his voice. And I'm like, it just lulls, like, I, I don't know what he talks about because I have literally fall asleep, you know, like, 20 minutes into it. Yeah. Um, just kind of like rambling talk and then so yeah I mean, that's that's, that's, that's a, a that's a thing where we've uh spoke about before because you're like oh i want to like listen to sounds while i'm sleeping and i'm like well just listen like put in your like headphones and you're like well i can't do that i'm like i go to sleep with headphones in almost every night so well i had the problem this week is that my airpods were not charged so like then i had and you know the iphone you now have to plug in the charging cable and the plug-in cable at the mm. bottom are now the same cable. Yeah. But the problem where, like, my phone wasn't 100% charged, but I also needed to have my headphones. It was a whole thing. I was yeah. just like, oh, God. That's tricky. It's the uh, beauty of, you know, me still rocking that 6S um, that I can still, you know, put in the Well, at some point jack. you're going to have to upgrade from the 6S and you'll be stuck like the rest <laughs> of us. Stupid I know. And Apple done. I know. But, yeah, so that was my... Yeah, I just remember one night, it was, like, I just, like, that, that time you're just, like, watching the clock tick, you're, like, mm. it's now midnight, it's now one, it's yeah. now two. If I fall asleep like, now, I'll get this many hours of sleep. Yeah, pretty much. If I fall asleep now, I'll get this many hours of sleep. And Tim's, like, what, how, what time do you go to sleep? I was, like, well, probably between two and three, I don't know. Last time I looked at the clock, it was, like, two, and I was still wide awake, so. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, yeah, shout out to, uh, seasons five and six of Grace and Frankie for, uh, mm. getting me through the last two and a half. Almost three days. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, you know, a Mr. Rewatch anyway, but, you know, I really powered through. Being up all night and then, like, you know, trying to stay awake on Thursday, I was powering through seasons five and six. <laughs> yeah, there were certain times during the night I was like, should I just go out to the living room and, like, watch something on my phone and maybe that'll lull me to sleep? Like, just put on New Girl or something like that? Mm-hmm. You know, something I can yeah. fall asleep to? And <laughs> I don't know. I just hate it. It happens every once in a while, like... I remember in college, there was, like, a week where I was just, like, I can't sleep. I'd be, like, in the middle of the night, like, just walking around the apartment, like, my roommate's sleeping. I'm, like, I'm awake, I'm awake, I'm awake. <laughs> and Dad's, like, did you try working out? I was, like, it won't matter. Like, I could, like, I when I had these little bouts of, like, I could do, I could run a marathon. And I'd be, like, I'm, I'm awake, I'm awake, I'm awake. <laughs> yeah, then they're just having endorphins. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, like, whatever. But, um, you know what I meant to send you? this week but I completely forgot is they have announced a lot of the cast for the new Vampire Academy TV show. Oh, I forgot they were making that. Yes. Is there um, any fa- any faces that we know? No, or I don't recognize covers? any of the faces. Cool. Um, interesting like, here, here's my thing, okay? I'm not like one of these people that's like, well, in the book, they're described as this person. And like, I am honestly so bad at remembering character descriptions. So, like, I just, I don't know. They might vaguely describe them. I'm like, yeah, sure. And then I get, like, a vague character idea in my head if I'm reading a book. But, yeah, when they'll be like, no, their the skin was, like, golden brown with hazel eyes. And I'm like, okay. I was like, unless I'm yeah. seeing some fan art that has them, you know, like, drawn in a certain way or, like, however tall. I don't know. I'm really bad at that. <laughs> I feel like, I yeah, I have pictures of them in my head just based on, like, whatever. Yeah. But then, like, so I feel like people get really upset when, like, casts are announced. I'm like, mm. oh, it doesn't. That's yeah. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. They could be a different race. They could look different. Like, whatever. Yeah. Here's my thing, okay? So I'm just a little concerned because I feel like they have, you know, like, the whole premise is that you have, and for anyone who's not aware, this is from a book series, we talked about yeah. it before, but called mm-hmm. Vampire Academy, they're making a TV show about it. Yeah. So just let's go on this little tangent for it's a like minute. It's like not spoilers, because this book series is very old. <laughs> yeah, but so, the whole premise, I tried to explain this to Tim, because he was just like, rolling his what? eyes, he does not care. 
And so the whole premise is like there you've got vampires, right? But like there's different kinds of vampires. There's like kind of the good ones that like they're basically mm-hmm. like they're kind of like uh, not royalty, but like they're the good vampires, and there are royalty of them. And then you've got bad ones that are like your typical vampires that like only kill everybody. Yep. And then you've got like these kind of like half human, half vampires that are called Damfriers or however you're supposed to say it. And then they are like kind of the bodyguards of the good vampires, right? So they kind of like their whole purpose in life is to like serve these other vampires. Mm -hmm. So that here's my problem, okay? So the cast, they've cast like, uh, and I don't want to assume her race, but like what looks like to me as Rose, a uh, black American person, African American, I don't know what, anyways, so a person of color, and I'm just worried, I'm like, is that too much like a, like, serving, like, you know, like a, like, kind of a servant role, you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know, I'm just worried that there's some sort of, like, and maybe that's, and Tim was like, well, maybe that's kind of like some sort of commentary on the whole, like, roles between them, and I'm like, yeah, maybe, but also I'm like, eh, I feel like this could be problematic, but maybe not. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Yeah. I guess who did they cast as the, um... As Alyssa? Yeah. I'm, yeah, she's definitely I feel like not, I like, like this series, and I feel like I actually read it, and then you read it after, but I'm like, yeah. you remember it way more than I do. So. Oh, I, like, reread it, and I've read the, reread the, the follow-up series, you know, with, oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, with, the, mm-hmm, with Adrian. With, um, yeah. I have Adrian, read that yeah. one, too. Yeah, I've read the spinoffs. So I have read it, um, but it's not one that I've reread, so I'm not as in the loop anymore as the characters. It's been, like, ten years. <laughs> well, I think you need to probably reread the it. The names. It's the names. I'm like, I know who they are. Like, it's, like, the the blonde one. Like, <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, Lissa. So they did not cast, like, a, you know, your typical blonde, white blonde girl. So she looks like she may be more, like, again, like, I don't want to assume everyone's race, but she looks like maybe she's Latina. Cool. Um, So, I mean, it's not, like... Hopefully it'll be fine, I'm sure. But I was just like, eh, do it with this, this. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, I don't care. They could cast whoever, you know. It's not yeah. like I'm... I guess to me the more main thing of the story is that the Rose character, she is the main character. Yeah. And to me her, like, being Lissa's bodyguard is such a, like, tertiary storyline. Um, That's true. It's not, like, front and center. But know? I also feel like... It's like they're okay. at this academy because they're teenagers, you know, and obviously she's, like, trying to protect her, but it's more from, like, a friendship. I mean, obviously she has the sense of duty, but then they were, like, yeah. you know, forced into being but friends since like a young age like, and stuff. So, yeah. But I do feel like there's kind of this running storyline where at a certain point, Rose, it's, like, this whole thing where it's, like, well, I don't ever get to choose what I want because, like, my whole life is, like, about mm-hmm. serving you because, like, you know, she, like, leaves, basically, to go find Dimitri or whatever. And so, mm-hmm. like, anyways vaguely i'm excited about it i hope they don't screw i hope they don't i actually liked the movie as i've mentioned before of this yeah i like the movie too it was very campy which i mean the books are can't i mean well i can only hope with the uh, the, you know wide range of new shows coming to peacock that at some point they will all be you know broadcast in the uk so that i can that's true because there's already been good stuff dropping and there's like other pilots in the work in the works there that I would be, you know, wanting to watch and support and see, so. Yeah, we're going to have a way to get you to watch this show, because this is, like, mm-hmm. gotta watch it. Does it say sure. anything about when they're supposed to, like, start production or anything? Um, I'm sure it's still, like, a ways off, but. I'm not sure. Good question. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I it's like when a, a few months back, the very, like, accidentally on purpose, you know, casual Instagram dropped by uh, Sarah J. Mass's husband that they were, you know, working on the, like, Akatar TV show. And then, of course, immediately, everyone on the internet, it's like, who are they going to cast? They better not mess it up, da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, y'all, chill. It'll be fine. As long as it's they're hot people, who cares? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. God, it's not that big of a deal. They're all going to be hot. Like... <laughs> It'll be a show full of hot people, and especially if yeah. you get later into that book series, I was like, it'll be like, considering the, the co, the person, like, helping them co-create the show is the creator of Outlander, I'm like, mm. I think it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be fine. It'll just be a bunch of hot people. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Outlander, and I know we briefly talked about this over text, but when I was listening to that, um, here's, here's our, of course, our standard Heather McMahon plug during this podcast. 
But I was listening to her podcast when someone called in and was like, I'm going to go meet a Scottish guy in London yeah, or whatever. That cracked and me I up. Like, I, was like, I, I was like, how do yes. I reply to this? <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, you should totally do that. Obviously, yep. like, tell everyone where you're going and be safe. But, like, and when people are like, can't you meet someone in your own country? It's like, why, why? would you want to? <laughs> like, you've met a Scottish man? Like, yeah. Like, if I was not married, I would have been like, how do I somehow tinder my way to meeting a scotch dude yeah i would just sure. anytime i came to visit you i'd be like mm-hmm. just swipe, swiping swipe, all the time swipe. yeah <laughs> but i think like, we gotta go to scotland though There's you have to cha- change your tinder location in advance so you could like you know start chatting up some you know in exactly. advance of you like coming over to london and whatever you know yeah. it's that's so funny you know i was listening to that and i was just like i was like i need to hook this girl up with you know I've got 5,000 other American ladies that are, like, in the know. I was like, it's fine. I was like, some of them met their partners, like, never in person before until they, like, got married and then moved to the UK because it was, like, 1978. And Mm. they were, like, email pen pals, you know, type thing or whatever. There's women who... They probably weren't email pen pals. Not email, but, like, letter pen pals. (laughs) But there was ones in, like, the late 80s and, like, early 90s who it was, like, only email correspondence, Mm. didn't know what each other looked like, had never met. Or, um, I mean, there's even more modern, like, girls my age who, like, met their now British husbands playing video games. Hmm. Like, online. So... You should just somehow message that girl and be like, girl... I got you. You need to escape. I know. To that's that's why I was like, I was like, like it yeah. is doable. I was like, it's fine. Like the fact that I met Jack like at school is like a boring <laughs> yeah. story yeah, compared to some yeah. of these women who it's like, or there's people who are like, oh, I was in Vegas and this British guy was with his friends in Vegas and we just met out one night and now we've been married for 15 years. Like, <laughs> I actually have talked to a British guy in Vegas before too, but yeah. I mean, I was not gonna like. I was like, okay. So there's just all kinds of, like, super, you just, you know, random stories like that. You just never know. Yeah. And I feel like in Vegas, here's the problem with Vegas. You can meet anyone in Vegas. That's the key. But then you, uh-huh. you know they're not, they also don't live. You know, it's like you're mm-hmm. not meeting someone because mm-hmm. you're not, you're not from Vegas and they're not from Vegas and you never will meet again. You know what I mean? It's like. But yeah. So Vegas is of... not a place. To me, Vegas is not a place you meet your longtime love, but maybe, maybe it is. You never know. If they're from another country, maybe. I know. I should have been like, damn, you're from England? I should have been like, ah, British. I should have held on to to that. But, um, you know, you're you're not necessarily going to find love when you're waiting in line for the bathroom and you just happen to see, like, a hot black British man and you start chatting, you know what I mean? It's not going to be true love, probably. (laughs) Chances are, chances are, <laughs> chances are. But anyways, yeah, I, I need you to uh, look at the cast list and give me your give me your thoughts. But um, anyways, any other fun fun things happening from the weekend or from the week? Not the really. Weekend? No, just been kind of the generic stuff. Just been yeah, yeah. Not even like watching any new TV. As I already mentioned, I've just been watching like Grace and Frankie. <laughs> we still been watching uh, Sleepy Hollow rewatch and um the new Sandra O oh show on Netflix, The Chair. Mm, I haven't watched like, that yet. We're like two thirds of the way through that. So yeah. I feel like crazy. during the week, I don't have any time to watch anything. And then like when it comes to Friday night, I usually have to watch what we're talking about on the pod. So I don't <laughs> have any time. I'd have to wake up at like 6am to do that. But anyways, but speaking of this week, so before we get into it, we had to reveal who the winner was because I haven't actually revealed that on the Instagrams yet. Mm. But, so this is another reason you should go follow us up on our Instagram page at My Favorite Sister Pod because we did our first Tiebreaker Tuesday because sometimes, a lot of times we're struggling with what to talk about. This week we had a plethora of options because we had two movies dropping that we were interested in watching. We had the Victoria Justice on Netflix uh, called Afterlife of the Party. Afterlife of the Party, thank you. And then on Amazon Prime we had the new Camilla Cabello Cinderella movie so we're like what do we watch so we're like let's let's push it out to the masses so we did a we did a poll on our instagram story i also love comments and tim also gave his vote in person (laughs) (laughs) and um because he doesn't have instagram so it it was a tight race it It was was. a tight race and then we got like we had like a flip-flop situation because i yeah because i forgot that we did the poll and i didn't check it later (laughs) no i didn't forget we did the poll i just (laughs) I just, um, 
Good thing I said something because I think you would have watched the wrong movie. But yeah. you know, I was actually both. when again when you sent me that text, it happened again today. I was just literally picking up my phone to text you <laughs> about it. So I was like, "Ooh, we're just like so synchronized from across the ocean this week." So, anyways, the drum roll, please. I can't do drum roll, but like I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I can't do it. So the winner of the poll ended up being Cinderella. Cinderella. Shocked. I am shocked. It was How? shocking because at first it was, I had multiple, I was like, Afterlife, the party's winning. Like, yeah. And then, and then we had shocked. a sharp turn. I mean, how many adaptations of the same I story <laughs> I don't know. do we need? <laughs> okay, well, here's my question before we get into talking about it. So I'm sure at some point we probably will watch Afterlife of the Party. Maybe yeah. we save it for like more of an October something. Let's get into Halloween. Seems like a good maybe Halloween type movie. Because um, she's a ghost. Because <laughs> she's a ghost. Yeah, um, spooky. <laughs> that's about as spooky as I can take. Yeah, same. But anyway, so had you watched the trailer for this before you watched the movie Cinderella? No. The Cinderella trailer. I did not. I immediately just opened, turned on the TV this morning, and it was already on like the Amazon homepage so I just hit play it was okay so you t- had it was no, the top banner I- you had no knowledge about like what it was going to be because like no. I had watched the trailer and I was like I mean it's Cinderella I so I mean I knew it was going to be <laughs> no but I mean like with the music and everything and like how no I did not expect I was not expecting it to be a jukebox musical yeah all right so so that got obviously me. I mean it's the story of Cinderella so like I don't know if I can really say spoilers but like spoilers like we're gonna yeah. talk about the movie obviously but yeah so I, when I watched the trailer I was like I, I don't I don't know why this is or like what this is or why it is <laughs> but I will say like I think well I don't know how you felt but like I honestly don't know why they made this movie but I did enjoy it <laughs> like yeah I mean I, I think it was, right. it. it was all right it was all right I enjoyed I will, it yeah so here's my first three notes um Note one is like while it was like still panning into the first scene, I I wrote going into this I only care about Billy Porter. <laughs> oh, I, my first note is literally Billy Porter is the best, but I mean I knew he was in it. So uh, then my <laughs> was... my well yeah I mean so on Amazon they had the whole you know the trailer oh, the poster okay. like with the not... banner it was the home banner like across the whole TV like Cinderella with the whole cast so like I knew Got he was it. in it but I hadn't watched the trailer. So that's why I said, I was like, going into this, I only care about Billy Porter. Yeah. Then uh, my next note is, is this Cinderella Hamilton, question mark, but with existing songs, question mark? And then I Googled it and learned uh, that when a musical uses existing music instead of its own music, it's called a jukebox musical. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So like, so like Mamma Mia and Rock of Ages are all jukebox musicals. Speaking of Mamma Mia, (laughs) we got a Mamma Mia cast member in this. But anyways, yeah, I was like, okay, we're starting out with Rhythm Nation. Um, yep. We're doing it. <laughs> um, and then I had a note about Adina Menzel, which is this is so dumb, because I wrote, like, oh, finally, she's in a Disney movie, kind of. And then I was like, wait, she was in Frozen. Like, halfway through the movie, I was like, no, she's in Frozen. Duh. As an animated character. <laughs> but, I mean, clearly, Adina Menzel um, is the best, you know, singer in this entire film you know what i mean yeah. like she's she's an actual singer for the rest of oh, like kind sure. of and billy porter you know. too but yeah yeah but i mean like i think you know he's, he's like a, a performer and... yeah exactly yep um okay so then obviously we meet our cast of characters you know you've got your evil stepmother you've got your stepsisters which actually they were cracking me up <laughs> during the entire movie the stepsisters not yeah not indeed themselves stepmother um but they definitely had the um one stepsister i feel like they totally styled her and dressed her up like from bridgerton the dairy girl that's mm. in bridgerton you know like she had yeah. the, like she even had the hair and like the one i was like she gave me vibes from i can't think of her character name on bridgerton but um i was like that's what she looks like to me um and then we meet ella her name is ella not cinderella yeah. duh it's her like ella, ella enchanted so you know we're just bringing in all the remakes yeah who's camila camila cabello i can't say her name and then um and then we get into more singing here's what i know about camila cabello she was in fifth harmony who Uh i do like their songs uh supposedly dating sean mendez we're still 
Is it though? I don't know. I feel like there's still some people who are like, how long is this going on for? But no, I think it's legit. It just when it um, first started, everyone was like, is this a PR stunt for their song that's come out? Is this a like a Benefer 2021 situation? I think my question is, is like, why didn't they try to get Shawn Mendes to play the prince? (laughs) True. Um, I can't think of Shawn Mendes without thinking of um, Benny, uh, Benito Skinner, the comedian who was on that last week. Because he does like a Shawn Mendes impression, which is so funny to me. Um, And I was like, he can't really talk like that. But then like, I'll see videos of him. I'm like, no, he actually does talk like that. (laughs) Um, But I was kind of like, do we need the CG mice that can like, I was confused because I thought she could understand them talking, but then it was clear later in the movie that mm. like she doesn't actually understand yeah. them talking. They just sound like mice squeaking, but like we can understand them talking and Yeah. I mean you can't have a James Corden produced movie without James Corden and his buddies in it. So Of like... course. Of course. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh okay, I was like, is oh, this... is this is this a movie or is this a British panel show? That's <laughs> I didn't like, It's all I the didn't... it's all the comedians we got you know, Ramesh, we got Rob Beckett, we got, um, the other one who, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but. Yeah, they all looked familiar to me, but, like, yeah. they all they, the you would have seen all of them on, like, 8 out of 10 Cats Does Countdown, any other panel show we might have watched while you were here. Yeah, I did, um, I did enjoy that they did a bunch of mashups during this movie, I was like, yes, yeah. we're just gonna do mashups, I love a mashup, mm. like, um, but yeah, so we meet, meet Cinderella and her sisters, the set mom. Set mom's pretty much just focused on getting them all married off, obviously. Yep. Even Cinderella. Even Cinderella she wants to marry True. off. Which, True. Um, but Cinderella just wants to be, she wants to be a dressmaker. Like, yeah. that's her, that's her dream. She's a designer, she's a dressmaker. She doesn't want to marry some creepy True. guy. My, uh, my next note is, at least this Cinderella has some goals. <laughs> True. True. I did appreciate that they were like, you know... Like, I mean, it's your basic Cinderella story, but they added some fun twists, Mm, you know, fun new elements to it, where it's not just all about, like, her finding the prince and blah, 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 and no, she wants to be a dressmaker, she wants to open her own shop, but this is the world they live in, like, ladies can't own shops, and Mm -hmm. ladies aren't allowed to have dreams or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was confused, though, by the stepmother, when she was like, I wanted to be a piano player, and I was really good, and I was like, isn't, wasn't it, like, a whole thing during that time? So, like, ladies were supposed to know how to play the piano. And True. That was, good. like, the only one of the... It was, like, you could read and do needlepoint and, like, play instruments and Those take a turn of, and take a turn about the room. Yes, exactly. Take a turn about the room. Would you like to take a turn about the room? Those are the band? only activities that you're allowed to partake in. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, okay, so let's get to the royal family. So we also meet the royal family. And at first, I was like, the prince, eh. But yeah. he won me over with his... One-liners and zingers. I have a few that I, <laughs> I kind watched. of, I kind of agreed. I was like, this prince is a little meh. I was like, did they bring it in? You know, somewhat all medium all-star cast. You know, some people. I was like, and then they brought in this random nobody. Who is this guy? <laughs> but he had some funny lines. Like, I like the first time we like meet him. The, there's this like princess is trying to like convince that they should get married. She shows up this like world map, and she's like, look at this blob here and this blob here. And then he's like, we can combine, and we go all the way down to the sea monster, sea monster. which made me laugh. They so said- funny. I loved that scene. Like, I was like, lol, the princess in, like, you know, interview scene. I was like, that interview scene was great. I just love the scene where she was walking out. <laughs> yeah, she's like, he's like, not much up, the, not much in, uh, like. Not, not much up going on upstairs, and probably not much downstairs either. And she's like, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but so then like I the love four this- other princesses sitting in the hallway. The sea monster bit cracked me up because I kept that going throughout the entire movie because the king kept being like, I want that sea monster. Like, yeah, I want to own everything until the sea monster. But then, like, I liked when, during that scene where he's like, where he's like, you try tracking a fox when drunk. It's very hard. <laughs> she's talking about how he's just, like, drinking and hunting, like, all yeah. day. Yeah, because she's like, like you know, she's like, we can get married and combine our two kingdoms. You don't have to do anything. Like, I'll do it all. <laughs> like you go queen he's like i do a lot i go hunting and she's like you're just drinking and he's like try try hunting a fox very hard but anyways so he's clearly not on to the marriage game and then his parents 
So we've got freaking Pierce Brosnan and Minnie Driver. I was like, great picks. That's what I'm saying. This is like a heavy hitting cast. And then they got like a nobody to be the prince. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But um, I was like, yes, love them. And then by the end of the movie, I was like more interested in their storyline of like, ooh, Minnie Driver is just like dropping a bit of their back history. Can we get like a... I know. Movie about, like, their, how they came to be, like, king and queen. Like, I was like, this sounds interesting. Because <laughs> I liked in the first scene when she was like, she's like, um, is your throne just, like, a little bit taller than it was yesterday? <laughs> and it seems like they have this, like, fun banter. But then, like, as the movie on, goes on, it's kind of like, clearly she's unhappy. But they, like, were once in love. And, yeah. But you just like it. You're like, oh, they're, they're kind of cute together. Now he's gotten too patriarchal. Yeah, exactly. Since becoming king. Yeah. And then, um, so then I, of course. So we get into the song and I was like, can you make, and now I'm going to call it a jukebox musical, right? That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Slight, slight tongue twister. <laughs> can you make it without Queen? Obviously. Because like, of course, mm. they have somebody to love in there. I feel like you can't do yeah. like, it's always got to be in there. Of course. You know, of course. they've got to throw it in. Um, but I actually like that scene. So then we get to the scene where they're having this, like, changing of the... Oh, by the way. <laughs> cutting back, though. I loved... My favorite part of the movie was when the town crier would come out with his band. I loved every oh, single yeah. time that, was that happened. That was good. Because it was, like, this town crier who would, like, spit some verses or whatever. But then he had this, like, awesome, like, you know, kind of... seemed like a marching band type feel, you know, with, like... Mm-hmm. Like, trumpets and trombones and saxophones. And it'd be, like, you know... Real boppy. I was into it. But anyways, they have changing the guards where they all go. All the the whole village goes or whatever. And the royal family's up there. And then Cinderella's there and she can't see. And I was like, short people problems. I understand yeah. that, you know. And she <laughs> always, climbs up always. On, she climbs up on the statue of, like, the old king or whatever. Like, And then Pierce Brosnan's like, get off my dad. <laughs> like, <laughs> and she's sitting up there. She's like, oh, good. Everyone's staring at me, just as I'd hoped they would, <laughs> which made me laugh. And then, of course, the prince, like, sees how she talks back to the king, and he, like, falls in love instantly, and he's like, oh, that's the girl. That's the girl for me. I gotta find her. Um, but, um, so he, like, goes in disguise, quote-unquote disguise, and, like, finds her, and they have this interaction. She's trying to sell her dress, and he's like, oh, come to the ball. I'll help you, I'll help you sell your dress to, like, all these powerful people, you know? Yeah. Um... So then, like, the whole, there's a whole montage where she's trying to, like, make a dress for the ball and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you know how it goes. Yeah, all the classic Cinderella stuff. Yeah. She's in a goal. She makes a dress. And the stepmother's like, oh, no, you can't, you don't get to go to the ball. I'm going to be a yep. bitch now. <laughs> and ruins the dress. Yeah, and ruins the dress. Um, and then, of course, we get Billy Porter as the fabulous godmother. Woohoo! The entire time I was like, how is he walking in those shoes? Oof. Intense. I mean, honestly, uh, at the start of the film, like, you know, they have the Ella character, she's singing a song, whatever, getting ready for the morning, uh, and there's a scene she, like, there's a, on the wall, there's a spider and a caterpillar, and she takes the caterpillar and puts it in a box, and honestly, the whole time I was thinking, I mean, what's she gonna do with that caterpillar in her box? Why didn't she fucking smash that spider? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, she just let it live? I was like, that's like a tarantula. <laughs> yeah, you're just traumatized because you had a trans- tarantula in your apartment, you said. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I did not mention it. I actually made a reappearance uh, today. That, I thought Jack you think- got it. Jack thinks it was the same one. Uh, somehow, like, crawled back in through the same window. I don't know. That we Ooh. reopened, uh, even though he put it out a different window. And it was, we were in the bedroom, like, resting like just laying down taking like a five minute break before making our grocery list and I got up to go get some water and he was like go to the end of the bed and I was just immediately like what the fuck oh god and so I just ran out of the room uh and then he came and got a cup and stuff and so he got it out and I was like okay I will never be opening the window in here again until the window washer man comes and destroys all the webs that's very traumatizing I'm sorry yeah I know at least this time I didn't have to see it, but yeah. He did go back in and, like, check all around, like, on the floor and, like, behind our, like, side dresser and everything. Just make sure there's, like, nothing else back there. I was just, like, ugh, horrifying. That's ugh, literally gross. horrifying. That it was, like, at least before I was sitting on the couch and it was, like, all the way across the room on the floor. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, 
So yeah, double to, trauma. <laughs> very traumatizing. Um, well, anyways, when Billy Porter shows up as the happiest godmother, she just seems like, I wrote, like, she has no questions. She's just kind of like, oh, cool. okay, this is happening. She's like, oh, cool, the caterpillar that I put into a box is now this magical fairy godmother? She was sure. like, oh my god, I can't believe it. She was just like, oh, okay, you're gonna help me get to the ball? She was just, she seemed really just like... She's very trustworthy. That's tr- well, she was just like chill about Trust- it. I'm like... Yeah, very trusting of uh, strangers. Well, I feel like <laughs> if I had seen a butterfly turn into a man, I would have been like, what? I have questions. Like, <laughs> I have just a few questions. And then you can dress me up here to the ball. But first, I have a few questions. Yeah. Um... Okay, so then they, you know, you have your typical scene where Fairy, the fabulous godmother, turns her, you know, puts a dress on her and turns the mice into men and then whatever into the horse and carriage. Here's my question. I was really annoyed the whole time. I was like, okay, you've done her, you've done her dress, you've done her shoes, you did all, you didn't do anything to her hair. I was just, it was driving me crazy. <laughs> I was like, why didn't you do anything to her hair? Yeah. Like, it looks fine, but that was the same hair she had, like. Before. Five minutes ago. Like, not even, like, an updo or anything? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you're going to a ball. You could do something, like, wear it down or, like, put it yeah. in an updo. But, nope, she had the same braid the entire time. Mm. Hair did not change. So that just I mean, if me. she changed her hair, how would the prince have recognized her? Obviously. Oh, I have a comment about that later in the movie, because I was like, thank <laughs> God they got away with, they, they took that away. Yeah, okay, so they make a thing where, because she's like, He's like, oh, no one will recognize you. But then she's like, well, I have to see this one guy because, like, he's going to help me. He's like, okay, he'll recognize yeah, I have, you. I love this. She's like, I have to meet a stranger. And I'm like, well, technically he's not a stranger because you've already met him, but you don't know his name because you didn't ask. But, like, if you were meeting a stranger, <laughs> well, like, the sentence I, structure just didn't make sense. What I find odd is that they have this whole scene, I feel like, where, like, he never asked her name. I feel like. The yeah. whole time they're at the ball, I'm like, do you guys even, well, she probably knows his name, obviously, because he's the prince, but, like, I'm like, did you ever ask her name, but you're, like, in love with her? You don't want anything about her. You don't even know her name. Yeah, he, I mean, he didn't ask. He went specifically incognito as a pirate into the town. As a gay pirate. To find her, yeah, to find her, uh, found her, but still didn't ask her name. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, anyways, to get to the ball, and they have this fun, like, little mashup scene where the ladies do, like, a dance. Which yeah, I was into. That was, good. that was good. And then one of the people smashed their cello or whatever, which I laughed <laughs> about because then she got a new cello. Um, yeah, I literally wrote my note. Like, he doesn't even know her name, but he's, like, in love with her. And it's like, classic. Oh, this is amazing. It's classic Cinderella. So, yeah, while she's at the ball, this lady asks about her dress and is like, oh, my gosh, her dress is amazing. And she's like, oh, thank you. I designed it. And it's this, like, queen from another land that basically mm-hmm. says, hey, like, I need someone to come with me while I travel, because I hate all my clothes, to, like, be my personal designer, basically. But like, sounds like a sweet gig. Yeah, I was like, sounds great. And uh, she's like, okay, meet me tomorrow, but don't be late. Like, I have a very tight schedule. Yeah, I gotta get on my ship. I gotta get on my ship. Um, So she's like, yes, my dreams are coming true. And then, like, the prince is making some announcement about how, like, the girl he was wanting to find didn't come. And then she's like, oh, shit, the guy I was talking to last yesterday in the square. Is the prince. Is the prince. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, it was a good twist that it's, like, obviously, when they then do run into each other at the ball, they both, like, know who each other is at that yeah. point. So it's not, like, a total, like, secret or anything, like, in other uh, adaptations. So that was fun. That's what I never have understood about Cinderella, is, like, when she shows up at the ball, I'm like, she doesn't look like a different person. She just looks like she has her hair up, and she's wearing a nice dress. So it's, like, funny to mm-hmm. me, like, stepmother and the sister, she's like, who's that girl? Who's that girl? I'm like... It's the person that lives in your house. Like, you don't recognize her? Yeah. She didn't even have on, like, you know, eye mask or anything, you know. Mm. We're not even getting Cinderella story level yeah, exactly. costume uh, disguise. <laughs> it's like, okay. Like, she don't look that different. So, anyways, they have this whole scene where they dance and they, they talk about their hopes and their dreams. And he's like, I love you. Let's get married. And, and she's like, but I don't want to be a queen. I want to design dresses. So, yeah, and of course he's he's like, well, you don't have to do that now, because you're gonna she's be like, yeah, I want queen. to though. Yeah, she's like, uh, no. So I appreciated that she, you know, stood up for her uh, dreams. And yeah, was like, right. no. she chooses herself, and I yeah, laughed. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, good job. Yep, Camilla. Um, 
She stood strong. She stood strong. But anyways, you know, so then it strikes midnight and they all have to, well, so <laughs> did you like any of the, they had the, all these scenes with like the mice. They had to like give some comedic thing with the yeah, mice. Yeah, some banter. I feel like to me it was just only funny because like I see, not James Corden, obviously, because he's in America hosting his TV show. But, like, the other characters on, like, panel shows all the time. So their, like, back and forth banter is, like, so dumb, but, like, still funny. But I think if I was just, like, the average American viewer, I'd be like, who are these guys? Or, you know, in the British way, I'd be, yeah, like, like, I'd be like, what are they on about? Like, this is a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was just, yeah. I don't know, James Corden, like, I want to be in this movie, so, yeah, like. Yeah, basically. You have some banter. Have some banter. But I did appreciate, uh, I thought the scene, you know, they're like, oh, it's, you know, the clock's striking midnight. She's, like, trying to run to the carriage. You know, then the magic wears off so she can't, like, her high heel shoes are, like, painful again. Uh, and so she takes one of them off and just throws it at, yeah. <laughs> at the guy who's, like, chasing after. It's not the prince, it's, like, his friend or whatever. Yeah. And she just literally chucks it at him. I was like, okay, that was funny. <laughs> and Instead then of leaving it like... behind, she's like, I'm gonna, like, stay away from me. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. throw my shoe. <laughs> I like later because the guy takes the shoe to the king, and she's he's like she threw it at me. She could have killed me with this. Thing. Yeah, she she threw it with this glass shoe. Well, I like that guy because he's like the best friend of the prince. But like earlier, yeah. he's like you look like a pirate when you're like trying to go undercover, <laughs> and he's like I'm your best friend, right? And the prince is like, well, I have lots of friends, but of course you're my best friend. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but um, oh my god, wait, I missed one quote that I laughed really hard because the whole thing is that the king is really wants the son to get married because everyone thinks the son is a laughing stock and can't do anything. And there was this like play that was happening. That was like mm. the idiot prince or something. Yeah. yeah. And so the king's like, well, now they're all in the dungeon. And the prince goes, you can't leave <laughs> actors alone in a basement without any attention. They'll die. <laughs> like, that's accurate. <laughs> I did think that that was also hilarious. And then I also, I feel like Pierce Brosnan had a good line where, so he was talking about, like, having a ball, and the prince was like, oh, dancing's terrible, blah, blah, blah. And then Priest Brosnan goes, if a rich man ever lost a woman, it was to a man who could dance. Why do I have to explain everything to you? <laughs> like, well. Yeah, considering his Pierce Brosnan's character was playing, like, you know, kind of the jerk king or whatever, he definitely had some, like, great lines. And, oh, like, for sure. The personality was tip-top. Oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, I do like um, when Billy Porter turned her into, you know, whatever her gave her the shoes and dress and everything. She's like, could you make these shoes a little more comfortable? And he's like, women's shoes are as they are. (laughs) Never truer words have been spoken. It's like, no matter what, heels suck. Even if they're magical glass slippers, they're the worst. But yeah, it was funny when she threw the shoe um, at the guy. So anyways, like, she has the glass slipper. She's at home. She's depressed because she's, but she's, like, working hard. She wants to, like, impress this queen lady. Mm -hmm. She's working on her designs. And then the um, stepmother comes down and tries to, like, like, I'm sorry about the ball thing, blah, 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 here's my sad story. And then she sees the glass slipper, and then she's like, she's like, oh, Cinderella, you have to marry this the prince. Like, she's like, I don't know how you did what you did last night, but, like, you have to marry him, because then we'll all be, our problems will be solved, or whatever. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's definitely different than most retellings. Oh, for sure. It's like, you know, for her trying to, like, hide her away and be like, no, no, my other two daughters are the ones who had the glass slipper or whatever uh it's like no like you just marry the prince and then we'll be co- we'll be cool yeah i know so it's like i like that they i feel like they made the stepmother she was still like whatever you know she still had her moments of not being cool but i feel like overall she was being like i feel like realistic with her daughter she's like no you have to in the time period they're in like yeah you want to marry someone that has money they, you know what yeah I mean? they definitely had a few scenes even with the two stepsisters and the, and the stepmom as well where she's like no no even though the you know farmer over there he might be yeah. cute but like you need to marry a husband with money <laughs> yeah i mean she's not wrong so she was just so she's just trying to like you know survive and thrive right exactly she's like i know how it is in this world like i'm a material girl <laughs> like you live in a material <laughs> world and I'm a material girl, as, yeah. as Madonna would say. Um, so here's my question. Okay, so the the king's like, you're, is like, I'm tired of this prince. Like, you're going to marry this person. I want that sea monster. Mm. And then Minnie Driver, the queen, is like, how dare you, like, tell him not to marry for love? Like, blah, 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 and they get in a big fight. Yep. And so the king kind of, like, steps back and is like, all right, you go find her. 
But here's my question. Why do they need to carry the shoe around if he knows what he, <laughs> she looks like? Right. That I literally have that written as a comment. I said, the shoe slightly loses importance as they know what each other look like. So it's like, let's find her and we'll put the shoe on her foot. But then he's just going to each door and he's like, nope, that's not her. Nope, that's not her. I'm like, you know how you could find her much more easily if in the like two times you met her, you'd ask her name <laughs> and like where she yeah. lives. <laughs> where well, are you from? Like, her. He doesn't need to know her name. Yeah. <laughs> like he was like, let's get married. Oh yeah. Can I find out what your name is maybe? What's, like, your, what's your zip code? Stuff. Like, yeah. What's your postcode? If we're yeah. in like a, va- a vaguely British you live? Uh, royalty situation, what's your postcode? Like that's street specific, at least. <laughs> yeah, I like in this kingdom that like half people have British accents and half the people don't have British accents. Yeah, like, only the royalty it's... have British accents. Yeah, and, like, they're in commoners. they're in Genovia, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it's you yeah. know it's early early Genovia where it's half British, half no accents. <laughs> okay, but I'm glad you felt the same way with the shoe. I was like, okay, he mm-hmm. doesn't need this though because. I appreciate that they've made it so, like, he knows at least what she looks like after, like, saying he's in love with her. He wouldn't need a shoe to tell him that she's the yeah. one. Uh-huh. But also they carry the shoe around and they have all yep. the, like, town cars about the shoe. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like you don't need the shoe, though. Like, Yeah, I agree. I agree. I was like, why are they carrying the shoe around? I was like, I mean, I guess it's just for plot, but, like, I don't know. I do like and when con- he's And continuity. The- the doors and the one lady's like not interested he's like well me neither <laughs> it's like obviously um but yeah so anyways then like he, she's there's this whole other plot where like the stepmother promises cinderella to this other like guy yeah they go they go like ever after with it and are like okay if you're not gonna marry the prince then i've now agreed to marry you off to this other dude and you're gonna like go live with him now immediately yeah but honestly the whole time i was just like why is she just laying in the bed being sad while adina menzel is telling her this and like then she adina menzel has her like singing thing so i'm like she's out of the room in the piano area of the house just run away i was like just get your shit and leave so i was like i I was like i was like why isn't she just leaving and then they resolved that later and i was like ah it was for the drama it was for the drama obviously (laughs) the drama yeah, so they can so, yeah, have a like, dramatic moment later. <laughs> exactly, so, like, she's in this horse and carriage, whatever, with the stepmom and the guy that she's supposed to marry now, and the mice cause a distraction, and then she runs, and I, I was thinking the entire time, I was like, I feel like maybe you should have gotten closer to where you needed to be before you made this jump, because if you're running toward <laughs> that castle, you got a long way to go, girl. Like, right. <laughs> you're not going to make it. So, anyway, she's running, she's running down this huge field, and the prince is coming on his horse or whatever. Yeah. And I just was cracking up because obviously they're both in frame. So they're like within 10 or six or 10 feet of each other running and riding in parallel. And like neither of them see the other in their periphery. Well, I think he sees her, but like she doesn't see him because she's like a little bit It didn't seem like it. It didn't really seem like it Uh, until he like pulls ahead and then she like got startled. It was like right at the end. He like slightly moved over and she got startled. But it was like... The whole time, because they kept going back and forth between them both singing, and I was like, they're literally in the same area of grass. (laughs) I was like, how she's, like, singing in full, belting out, and all of a sudden she looks, and she's like, ah! Like, and she falls. (laughs) I feel like she had some good... I was, like, into her... I don't know how much acting experience she has, but, like, I thought she did a good job. Like, I was into it. She had some funny moments. Um, Anyways, he basically says, like, I don't have to be king. Like, my dream is just, like, us, so, like, we'll yeah. do whatever you want to do, basically. He's, I was like, he's yeah. like, it took, it took me a whole hour and 45 minutes to realize that I shouldn't be king, and my younger sister, who is way smarter than me, oh, yeah. should actually be the monarch. Gwen. Oh, Gwen. Yeah. <laughs> Gwen was killing me, because she'd be like, they'd be like, they'd be like Gwen, read the, read the room, Gwen. Like, <laughs> she'd be like, is this a good time to talk about... How wind energy could help us or whatever and the budget of the kingdom like yeah she's <laughs> like why are we investing so many money much money in catapults when we already have a ton of catapults and like many driver would be like like read the room dear <laughs> like <laughs> now is not the time i like the part where she's like okay that's great like yeah i love you too let's be together and she's like but i actually need you to put me on that horse and get me to this thing and then he like tries to pick her up to like put her on the horse and she's like wait i could just walk like it's faster to walk she's like that's nice but like i just like let's walk 
And I feel like this movie did a good job of pointing out things that, like, or making fun of things that are, like, tropes in these types of movies, where, like, it's, like, the man trying to, like, yeah. rescue you, and the woman's like, I, no, this mm-hmm. is just making it, like, way harder. Like, this is just not, True. this is not practical. So she goes and meets the queen, and the queen's like, you're hired. Pack your bags. We're going on a boat. So basically, like. Yeah. Also, speaking of that, that was cause kind of circling back to his hunt for her with the shoe, and also how she was, like, you know, trying to escape Rob Beckett's character and, like, run to her meeting with this other foreign queen i'm like in their scene like when they were together she did mention like oh i'm gonna go you know interview with this queen tomorrow i don't know i didn't go back to rewatch it but i was just like at the ball during their discussion did she not mention that because like he could have just also gone directly to the town square at four o'clock to meet her there look he's a hot dummy he doesn't know like (laughs) he didn't even ask her name so you think he's gonna remember if she's like oh i'm gonna meet this queen I, yeah, I just wrote, I was like, also, did she not tell him at the ball that she was meeting the queen the next day? I don't know. I'm not going to go back and rewatch it to find out. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, like, if she probably did, did he listen? No. <laughs> did he listen? Fair. Definitely not. So, I just thought that was funny. Because I was like, he just went on this whole search and he could have just, like, gone back to the town. Like, when the friend was like, where did you meet her before? And he's like, yeah. oh, in the market. Duh. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, great. Well, anyways. So, like, they're together. She gets the job. And he goes and tells the king and queen that, like, basically, he's like, I'm not going to be king. We're going to travel the world together. And then Pierce Brosnan's like, that's okay. I have another someone else who will make a much better ruler. And they're like, Gwen? Gwen, yeah. where are you? We know you're over there. <laughs> she's like, everyone heard that, right? She's like, so, yeah, then they have this scene where, you know, Gwen's addressing the kingdom or whatever, and then Camilla Cabello's wave is, like, it's so awkward. <laughs> um, she did not get uh, princess lessons from Julie Andrews. She did not. She did not. Um, also, okay, so there's this other storyline where Pierce Brosnan and Minnie Driver are in a fight, and then she's like, I just want to tell everyone in the kingdom that you're wrong, or whatever. <laughs> yep. And I was like, and then at the end, she gets to, like, scream to everyone out, and I wrote, the words every wife longs to say. Yep, brilliant. You're wrong. Was good. <laughs> I was like, yes. Um, because we all know it's true. And we all know it's true. Sometimes you just have to keep your mouth shut there. Like, oh, you think yeah. it, but you just want to say it, but you can't. Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed the uh, mini driver Pierce Brosnan dynamic. Yeah, because then they had Pierce Brosnan saying, but like saying badly, because I feel like that's the joke, right? That like everyone gives him such a hard time for his singing in Mamma Mia. Yeah, Which I actually don't I think thought it's it was fine. That like, bad. It's yeah, fine. I'm like over the years I've rewatched Mamma Mia and I'm like it's just on par with like everyone else's in that you know movie. Yeah, the it's other fine, three, or the other two dudes, you know, it's fine. But then like the jokes, she's like, "You used to sing to me in my window with your ear splitting." Like, <laughs> like his voice, <laughs> terrible voice, good. terrible yeah. voice. I like when he's singing. He's trying. He's just like making up a song and he's like trying to get the guards to get in on it. And yeah, they're like, and they're like, uh, "These are words you're making up." So. <laughs> They're like, yeah. <laughs> um, but they make it up and it's cute. And um, So then they, of course, I was like, just like the inauguration, they pl- they sing Let's Get Loud. <laughs> <laughs> and they sing Let's Get Loud. And that's the whole scene of that. And then and then that's it. And then, I don't know, they have title cards. And I wonder yep. like, when or the sisters didn't get a title card. But You know what's funny? I let it play all the way through the credits because, like, after the title cards, then they had, you know, the regular credits. I was on my phone. At the very end, they have, like, um, Billy Porter has, like, a, he, like, speaks right at the end. But yeah. I, I didn't note it down. But it, he was just like, okay, that's it, type of thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did say something, but I was, like, half paying attention, so I missed it also. But I did hear him, and I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, anyways, so that, that's the Cinderella movie. Um, Overall, I enjoyed it. I don't know if we needed it to be made. Yeah, I will say, I mean, maybe I should have expected it with Camila Cabello as the lead, but I was not necessarily expecting it to be, like, a, a musical uh, version of Cinderella. So, you know, we haven't had one of those in quite some time, I guess, so. That's true. Um, I feel like we should have planned and, and tried to rank our favorite, like, Cinderella adaptations. Mm. Um, there's so many, though. There are so many. I mean, we've got, like, Cinder- this one, Cinderella Story, Ella Enchanted. Brandy Cinderella. 
which is you, Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella. Yeah. And then you've got uh, there's the Disney there's Disney. the Disney one with um the girl from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then obviously like the original, original animated. Yeah. I don't know any other ones. Did you say um Ever After? Oh yeah, Ever After. I did say that earlier. Ooh, that's a twist. That's probably like the best one, but yeah. that one's like the le- almost like the least strict to the source material. I mean, you got like Leonardo so I do da Vinci like, I do in like, there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the it's, whole it's, thing. <laughs> you know, it. Like I feel like that one's almost it is, but it isn't Cinderella, but it is. Um, so that's probably yeah, that's probably the best one objectively. But I do enjoy the you know Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella starring Brandy and Whitney Houston. I love the musical Cinderella. I just, yeah, I was confused by this one because it was all just like, yeah, songs that already existed. It wasn't like original Existing music. Songs. Yeah. I would have enjoyed it wasn't some like, original music. It wasn't like a classic musical type where it's, you know, worked in like new words and everything. Yeah. So I don't know, but I enjoyed it and I thought, um, I thought everyone did a great job. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Mm. Again, did I need it? Did I need other stuff for right. Alien with Cinderella? <laughs> Probably not. I will say there was a. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I will say I was just gonna say there was a a lot of scenes early on where I was like, all these hallways where they're filming, they look so familiar. Have I been to this shooting location? Like, is it a stately home or a palace? Um, and it is. It was. It's Blenheim Palace, and we actually haven't been there. But mm-hmm. you know, pre global panini, we went to the Cotswolds and then to Oxford, and it's in between those two places. So we had it on our list. Of like places that we might go, mm. like going between places, um, and so I was like, "This all the photo, like the interiors look so familiar." Probably because from looking at the photos, yeah. But um, also, you know, when you've been to one royal palace, they all true. kind of have the same vibe. You know, lots of dark rooms filled with walls of tapestries. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, I was like the entire time. I was like, "I bet you they filmed this at Pinewood," because like I don't know where else they're finding all these like locations or whatever, and they did. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Okay, yep. great." But yeah, I mean, um, I did appreciate that they put some more modern twists on this Cinderella where, like, she wanted to have a career and the prince kind of, like, you know, gives up being the king for her and what she wants. And True. I'm like, great. That was fun. And yeah. then Gwen gets to become queen or whatever. And Yep. I'm into it. Yeah, because I was, like, going into it, I was like, this movie is two hours? I was like, it's Cinderella. Like, I have to watch it again? Like. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, and but you know, pleasantly surprised with how you know entertain. It was entertaining for sure. It was entertaining, and um, yeah, I think that's maybe why Afterlife of the Party was getting the votes in the beginning. Because I think people are like, it's Cinderella, like been there, mm-hmm. done that, like a hundred million times. Um, but it was enjoyable. I had fun. I enjoyed watching it. Um, yeah, I think the writing was pretty good. There were some great like little one-liners and zingers and just yeah i enjoyed it and billy porter you can't you can't beat billy porter yeah it's great stuff so you know if you need just a fun you know movie to watch on a you know friday or weekend evening enjoy some popcorn and beverages like pretty kid i feel like kids could probably watch it right like oh yeah no it was trying to think like i don't think there's anything like you know, objectionable in it, even though it was, like, mm-hmm. a more modern retelling, quote-unquote. So, yeah, just No, I think on. it would definitely be fine. So, with the music and everything, yeah, very entertaining. You know, a nice light watch. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, yeah, thanks for participating, for those who did, in our tiebreaker Tuesday. And make sure to go follow us on Instagram, just in case we do another one. Um, I don't know if we have any other coming up, but, you know, um, when we do, we'll try to chat it out, so you can go get your vote in, so you can what we want to talk about but anyways um that's cinderella 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 <laughs> and i think that's it for this week's episode um anything else to add before we sign off no i think that is it wraps it up with a nice <laughs> little disney fairy tale bow I, know. Even not, I mean disney we all we're saying disney i'm like cinderella isn't necessarily like a disney story no. and this was not created this is not a disney film but you know it just She's a Disney princess, so you know it's exactly. undeniable. You can't you can't separate the ties. That's I know it's like Disney <laughs> owns these now, even though they don't really. It's like <laughs> it's a Disney, the Disney joint. 
I'm sure Disney yeah. doesn't care because every time I'm sure a new Cinderella gets like whatever, I'm sure like people go watch the original Cinderella on whatever. Yeah, it's like true. Renewed interest in Cinderella. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. You can also follow us on Instagram at MyFavoriteSisterPod. Or shoot us an email at MyFavoriteSisterPod at gmail.com. Bye! Bye.